Down by for a stop. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Okay, welcome back to the show. As you heard there on the traffic report, traffic's a little bit how you're doing uh, coming into Ramwick today, or if you're coming in from the north and um, down through those places. But uh, that's that's Sydney when everyone's back going and there's plenty happening around the place. So a bit of patience required uh, around the roads and you'll get to the track and you'll get to where you need to go. I'll say good morning to the fella sitting right, ne- right next to me. He's back after some Sydney form. Andrew Hurley looking nice and fresh. Hello, Hurls. Yeah, feeling nice and fresh. You know, some nights you get eight or nine hours, you still wake up and you're a bit, oh, got eight or nine last night. I've absolutely bounced out of bed. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to this meeting today. It's an intriguing meeting. It's been a good betting meeting, and I think there's still um, some twists and turns in some of those markets uh, to come. I think he's on route. He'll join us shortly. Uh, he'll be in Sky One all afternoon, keeping Andrew Martin company. That's Brad Davidson. Hello, Davo. Morning, fellas. Yeah, gee, he'd want to be uh, fresh, wouldn't he? Second week of work in about the last forty. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Fair dinkum. Didn't, didn't even didn't even turn up to tennis last Thursday night either. So, be even fresher. What do you mean? Didn't turn up? Was there any sort of a? No, I will let or... you know. I wasn't coming. No, he's good. He's good. I'm just winding him up. He. He's been playing. It was very hot there Thursday night, anyway, Hill. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, now look forward to having him back down the back down the tennis club. He gets a good ball, Hill. So, uh, but now looking forward to it today, guys. It should be a cracking meeting. Um, it's getting bigger and bigger, isn't it? Heading towards autumn now, and uh, yeah, fingers crossed we can get this multi on today. So. Yeah, we'll give it a, a red hot go. We'll try again. That's for sure and certain. Calling all the action at Ramick today will be Darren Flindell. Good morning, Darren. <laughs> Yes, good morning, Richard, Brad and uh, Hurls. Yeah, looking forward to the running of the Eskimo Prince Stakes today. I think this is the real highlight from a future point of view, uh, which horses we'll be focusing on uh, for the Randwick uh, Guineas in particular. Yes, yeah, so quite excited about the Eskimo Prince and also the, the first, uh, the two-year-old race. I, I love these two-year-old events and uh, I am backing one at good odds here in the first. She was a filly I loved as a yearling, so it's good to see her coming good at the right time. And that, that, that drink-wise mile, fascinating. There's a banjo two fit, but the stayers run over the top. We'll get the thoughts of the guys. 0419767272. That's the text line number. It's open, 0419767272. There is a, a question there, Hurls, about the tab app and a few bits and pieces there, some technical questions that I think we'll probably pass on to. Um, others to to, uh, to talk about. Yeah, we will so, forward that on, and yeah. you know, obviously always want feedback on on our coverage and also on uh, on the technical side of things. So yeah, we'll pass that on. Um, Brad, there's a text here for you. You've been referred to as a young buck. <laughs> uh, got a lesson in punting last week with uh, King's Gambit uh, at a dollar twenty five. Winks type odds, ridiculous price. The critic. Never, never shying away from giving uh, their thoughts, Brad. But anyway, King's Gambit, as Paulie Snowden and the team will say, that wasn't the grand final, but when they're that price, you probably want to see them take care of business. Yeah, you want to see them take care of business, but um, is it a lesson? Potentially, but I'm not, I'm not really into lessons when the market actually starts shorter than the price you're backing them. So at the end of the day, if the market says it's a dollar twenty-five chance, it's a dollar twenty-five chance. And I think when we were speaking about it in the morning, it was about a dollar forty. So uh, if it was a dollar thirty or dollar forty out to a dollar eighty, I'd say yes for sure. But you know, people forget that horses at odds on and even prohibitive odds on at those sort of prices, they still get beat. 
they're not like they're absolute good things. It's not like you just go to the bank and, and get your 25% thanks for coming. That's why the bank never give you anything like that. So that's racing. Those things happen. Uh, Red Resistance, well found by Darren as well, just went to a new level. And I think King's Gambit was pretty plain, to be honest. So, look, he's had one of those days. Maybe the heat got to him. Maybe he's not that good. We'll find out next start. But... Yeah, I mean, when the market's telling you late that it's that price, then that's the price. The more ones that I think are mistakes is when you're backing a horse at a certain price and it starts nowhere near that and blows out the gate. That's when you're making a mistake and the market's telling you correctly. Um, so, yeah, look, it is what it is. That's that's the game. We'll back many of odds on pops that lose, but they will back, back plenty that win too. And, and, Darren, when it comes to two-year-olds, I was at the races last weekend. Now, I don't get to the races all the time, but I was there last weekend, and goodness me, that was an example of being at the races. Mm. No, no knock on King's Gambit. He's a really nice two-year-old. But when that red resistance wall passed, he's a brute. And I just kind of wanted to be with him out of the yard. Um, it's good to be there if you can. He had a he had a fair bit of attitude as well. I was starting to get a little bit worried when he was coming down from the tie-up stalls and he was bobbing his head up and down and the strapper was sort of fighting with him. I thought, oh, please, don't don't fight with this horse. And he was he was really ready to go, uh, Red Resistance. Talk about horses that can lose the plot. We certainly saw that in the Phillies division um, from the same stable, actually, a perfect proposal. She completely lost the plot there and ran accordingly. I was watching it yeah. minute by minute for the behind the gates multi. She was my horse last week, and I was watching minute by minute, thinking this is not going the way I want to see. It. And learning to fly, cool as a cucumber, handle it, and it's a it's a big deal. Yeah, Personally, well, I loved the race last week. As I was saying, it was a dead set two horse race. We ended up getting six dollars about a horse in a, in a two horse event, so I loved it. Yeah, good, no, good on you. Yeah, you did. Uh, you did text me before uh, before the race. <laughs> you had the heebie jeebies because she said she went to pieces. Yeah. Oh, that's just, you know, sometimes they run, they run okay, but it's not what you want to see. And unfortunately, she, um, she ran accordingly. Before we get going here, guys, a question for, uh, for Brad and also uh, Darren, who watches a stack of these races and would have a call on this as well. Um, Munzee, a different Munzee from Borco. Uh, gents, hope you're having a good start to 2023. Yes, we are. Don't worry about that. Wanted to get Brad from your miners' data on how the track generally plays on a good ramp with an eight-metre rail. Is it favour on speed or fence or that kind of thing? So, uh, Brad, just a, a snapshot of how you think today might play. Yeah, we've had about four meetings with the rail in this position the last few years, and two of them have been a big advantage to be rails in run, but they've both been really wet tracks, and the other two... Uh, have been on drier tracks and have been basically pretty fair. So I mean, you could you can mount a case either way. When the rail goes out that far, generally it's a it's an advantage to be sort of rails in run and, and saving that ground and then just peeling off in the straight. But it could be a fair track all the same. With that data suggesting when it's drier in this position, it's generally pretty fair. And Ramwick being such a spacey track, the rail doesn't make as much of a difference. It's only when it gets to that six meter position, whatever it is. If it's five metres, you want to be in the running line because you want to be at that six metre. If it's six metres, you want to be on the rails. And that's that's a bigger key there. But when you go out a bit further, as we have today, um, it all depends on the, the conditions a bit more probably. So, look, I'm, I'm playing a pretty straight bat and saying pretty fair, but it wouldn't surprise me if rails in run is the place again. Uh, Darren, anything noticeable for you? Well, it's been a very dry week. Um, I know uh, the Kensington track yesterday was pretty much uh, an on-pace track. With the, with the drier conditions, so 
Um, I'd, I'd never worry about that factor too much at Rowmick, more so at Rose Hill. Okay, let's dive in here, shall we? Let's, um, let's go to some of these questions, and we will probably bounce around the place. Hurls, the, uh, the Eskimo Prince race eight. Let's start with the main event today. Group three, uh, three-year-olds over the 1,200 metres aft cabin. What are, we, what are we doing here now? $2 all week, $2 to 210 between 8 and 9 o'clock when we covered off this race. It's now just creeping out at 215. It's certainly not an alarming drift, but uh, yeah, you're actually getting the best price we have bet all week. Uh, so Jardin's 850 to 9, back to 850. Aft cabin, $2 to 215. 750 into 650, Osapanko, 350 to 360. Zoo Tiger's been kept very safe. So that's a look at the fluctuations. As far as dollars held to Today, yeah, it's still clearly aft cabin, but Osipanko actually holds the second most amount of money in the race. And Richard Freeman's horse, Richard and Will, uh, Toronomica, it's met with some support, but it retains that uh, $26 quote. I'm just taking a bit of a thousand at 215 on aft cabin. Rightio, uh, focusing on aft cabin here, guys. John from Penrith, are the panel nervous backing a horse coming from a bleed? And also, uh, snackers from Canberra. Hello, Snackers. It's hey, a, it's where's a, he been? Oh, no, he's, he's with us. He's always with he's us. today, but he's it's a, it's, it's MIA. A, it's a three-pronged question, but I will focus on uh, Snackers saying, what is Aft Cabin's grand final this prep? Well, James Cummings told us this morning he has Aft Cabin and Golden Mile. You know, there's straying guineas, rambic guineas the same day, so they'll sort of... Uh, get past today I think and work it out they haven't decided what the grand final is to answer your question there snackers but um, Darren horses off a bleed after cabin what are you thinking I, I I don't mind them one bit when they're resuming from the break so as far as today's concerned I'd have absolutely no issue if you were sort of playing after cabin for future races down the track I'd probably be very cautious uh, but bleeders first up generally is not an issue, so I'm not the slightest bit worried about that today. He's tried like a class class act at Warwick Farm. Uh, I really loved his work there, and I think uh, he's probably going to be too good here today, but I do respect Zoo Tiger a lot, and Zoo Tiger's going to have the advantage of being right up on the speed and in a very controlling role, and I think we're all going to be watching to see what type of uh, finish that Osipenko produces. His trial was terrific behind Cote. Uh, he looks like a real uh, Guineas type, and I think you can still get about $8 about him winning the round with Guineas or Sapanko. But I think today, Aft Cabin is the one to focus on. Okay. Aft Cabin, yeah, fair enough. Hells? Uh, Mrs. Snackers, actually, Colleen. Uh, it's her 70th birthday today, so a very, very happy birthday to uh, to Colleen. I hope you have a great day. I hope uh, uh, your son behaves himself, but he is hosting a party, so he has uh, put the word out there. It will be hands and heels to later today for me. Might enjoy clean-up beers. Do you know Snackers? No, I don't. It feels like you do. I know. <laughs> He's I know. a part of the family. <laughs> I was down the, that way strange over. kindred spirits in a yeah, way. I should have organised a... I popped into a couple of pubs down that way, not as far as Canberra. Did they know uh, you? <laughs> no, they didn't. Oh, you're that guy. They did by the time You're I that left. guy off behind the gates. <laughs> uh, yeah, so happy birthday, Colleen. Good on 70. you, Colleen. Great effort. Uh, <clears throat> Brad, um, general feel about this Eskimo Prince and um, off a bleed, what do you say? 
Yeah, well, he, he does have that bit of stardom about him, Hills. Bruce, uh, one of the locals down at Covey Mine, he's asking when Hills is coming back down the to, to see him. So, anyway. $4.60 schooners. I should be down there. $4.60. <laughs> Um, look, I think it's a, look, first of all, the bleed, I don't, I think it's actually, uh, something you can, you can kind of back and say they're going to be ready because they just put a little bit more work into them and make sure everything's cherry ripe because of that situation. So there's definitely no concern there, but look, I was really keen to take on Golden Mile last week and I find myself taking on a lot of good Olfen horses. I don't know if it's just, they, they seem to get priced really aggressively or what it is, but there's no surprises yet at $2.15. I think that trip's got to continue, guys. I mean, what's he... Is he really justified being that short? He's won a, a Guinea's prelude down there at, at Caulfield. But, I mean, in the fair income department, uh, it, was a, it was a heavy deck. Half the horses didn't handle the wet track, and Meridius ran second, and uh, Meridius is 40-1 to 1 in a race like this. So the time was nothing flash either. Here he is, first up, dry track, 1,200 metres, short of his best, dry track is the first time he's seen that. He's drawn wide. He jibbed at the start in the trial, negative. The trial time was very slow, negative. Um, I can see he's a very nice horse and he, he might just win. But you're taking the gamble that, you know, was he even the best three-year-old miler back then? And, and now is he the best three-year-old miler after they all had a break and come back and developed? Um, it seems to be uh, a skinny sort of play and, and not one that I'd be uh, keen to play on Af Cavan. I'm keen to take him on, Af Cavan, sorry. Um, look, I think Ozapenko is the one that, that runs really well. I think he's the Ramwick Guineas horse. I loved his trial, whether the 1200 is a bit sharp potentially, but if they're aggressive enough and hold a spot, then uh, then he's going to be very hard to, to hold out late. And I think Zoo Tiger leads and, and, and gives a really big side out in front. So, look, Arf Cavan can win, but at $2.15, leave me well and truly out of that and leave me well and truly out of the $2.80 for Ramwick Guineas because... You don't know how much all these have developed. Ozapenko might just be better now. So we'll, we'll wait and see. He'd be the way I'd be playing the round with guineas if I was having a speck in the futures, Mark. If, uh, if you missed James Cummings this morning, just to, to repeat his quote there, very happy with him. Hasn't put a foot wrong coming in. He's all set to run well. Thinks he could be more, maybe more prominent in the run. Beautiful moving horse, very promising customer from James this morning. Race four, a couple of Tab Highway questions, Hurls here. Race number four this afternoon is the Tab Highway Class 3 at the 1,200 metres. And races one to six today, Ramwick, Sandown and Eagle Farm. Place a win bet if your horse runs second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to $50. Applies for your first win bet on fixed odds using your Tab account. All right, let's tackle the highway here. And the favourite is at a quote of 460, and that's Iron Will. Opened up at five. Dollars this morning, super extreme five fifty to six. The best backed runner here continues to be preemptory. We went up twenty one dollars when the market first opened seven fifty this morning and retains that quote. Clever Arts also met with support fifteen dollars on Wednesday afternoon, eight dollars today and remains at that quote. Uh, and there's no deductions, so preemptory and also uh, Clever Art have both been well supported. Morning, gents. Couple for Davo. How does Astralis stack up in the highway, consistent in the country? Uh, trainer doesn't bring them down too often, so that's uh, Astralith. And there was another question there. Um, uh, Steve from Old Bar. Morning, gents. Opening the batting for the Punters Club a fortnight ago with Smoke Show and backed it up with Eastern Glow and Stub Rattle last week on fire. Steve loves a uh, loves a highway. Thoughts on my selections this week in Sapito Beauty 
and uh, we'll touch on Lekvar in a tick. Maybe, Brad, you can fire away here and uh, uh, maybe your overall comments here on the on the highway, but Astrolith and certainly um, others mentioned there uh, by, uh, by Steve as well. Yeah, look, Astrolith uh, was a winner at Orange last time. out. beat a horse called Ken Do It there, who's been a bit disappointing since in easier grade, albeit it wasn't a great ride that day. Got too far back, but uh, still should have finished off a bit stronger. And Sapito Beauty um, won at Wagga last time out. Going well, hit the line really strongly there and has won at this trip in the past. So she's won the three from four and looks a promising filly. But if I am with the market mover here, I think $7.50, you'll get better than that late in the piece here, number eight preemptory. But love the way he's trialled. Uh, like the run's last preparation in benchmark grade, best late splits of the race there in the benchmark 72 behind Iona Merck and Sacramony, who's going around a short price favourite in a benchmark race later in the day. So spoke to Danny Williams during the week and said his horse has improved a bit. Uh, he seemed quite confident that he'd run well if he handles the mounting yard being first up. He can get a bit fresh, he said. So we'll wait and see how he handles that. But for me, preemptory on top in the highway. I wasn't uh, really keen on Sapito Beauty or Astro Lith, but the, the main ones I was looking at here was, yes, preemptory, definitely. Uh, drop in class for it. Uh, super extreme, James McDonald conjured a win out of him on a wide path of two starts back. The Running Bears trial at Musselbrook was good and the Clever Arts got a very nice profile. So they're the four I was looking at, numbers uh, 8, 10, 11 and 12. Uh, Amulet, um, Brad, Amulet Street and Hit the Rim, a texter would like a, a comment there on those horses. Yeah, look, Amulet Street's a really nice horse, just has to handle the, the big weight and hit the rim, um, capable on his day, first up here. The problem with races like these races at this time of the year is trying to read which horses are ready to go here and which horses are ready to go in the country championships qualifiers in a few weeks' time. And you've got to kind of see how many races they've won and, you know, the horses like these in these highways, they can afford to win another race and still get in as Class 4 horses in the in the uh, the heats and still get 56 kilos, I think it is. But, um, you know, you look at horses later on in the day, there's one horse going around the benchmark race, Gasonic. It's won five races. If it wins today, it can't run in the country championships qualifier. So you'd think that uh, it's not going to be ready to rock and roll today and we'll probably need the run. Um, and naturally, all these horses are going to be peaking up on the big day, but it's trying to work out. I, I spoke to Danny Williams about that, about preemptory, and, he said this horse hasn't been in his stable long enough to qualify for the country championship. So uh, he'll, be, he'll be, as a result, you know, he, he's ready to go and, and uh, in this race today. Okay. That's a, a good look at the highway, covering off a few horses there. Where do we go now, Hurls? We might, uh, we might go to race number two. This is the, uh, the benchmark 78, ACY Securities. Uh, Cosmic Miniver the favourite, but uh, what can you tell us here? The market race too. Yeah, gee, I tell you what, they're not uh, they're not afraid to get involved with uh, Cosmic Minerva. Two sixty, two seventy now to a low of two fifty. Not only today, but since the market opened, uh, Banana Queen at two eighty to two ninety. Then we've got Lekvate at uh, six dollars. Festival Dancer seven fifty to eight nine to eight fifty four. African uh, Daisy and Watergo uh, twenty one to twenty three. It has been one way traffic here with Cosmic Minerva. Uh, uh, since the market opened, although it is starting to uh, starting to even up a little bit investment-wise with Banana Queen. That's come in the last 45 minutes or so, Rich. Um, Darren, uh, Steve there at Old Bar is keen on Lekvart today. Where's Lekvart fit in? 
Smaller field's going to be a big plus for Lekvar. There's only six starters, so um, yeah, she might she might have a genuine chance of winning this. I know she was a late entry into the race, but I've I've opted to stick with the informed Banana Queen. She just keeps on producing. She's not as well drawn today, but in a small field, it probably doesn't matter. The Cosmic Minerva, with the addition of Blinkers, that might just uh, do the trick there. I sort of when he worked into the clear at Rose Hill last time, he just wanted to lay in a little bit, and he didn't look overly genuine going to the line. So with the Blinkers on. He might just sharpen up a little bit, but I've got Banana Queen over Cosmic Minerva and then Lekvar. Brad? Yeah, I'm with uh, Cosmic Minerva as well. I just think he wasn't really suited by the slowish tempo the other day. He's going to appreciate Randwick in a mile. He gets the shades on, he finds James McDonald. I think he's short enough, though. I, I can't get him that skinny in the market, but um, yeah, I think Lekvar's flying. Just copped a check at the start there the other day, which cost a any chance of winning the race and then flashed home off a slow tempo. I thought they might have gone to the 1800 metre race, but uh, I think the fact that, you know, such a small field with only the six runners, which is a bit disappointing, uh, that's probably left them here. So she can definitely run on strongly if they, if they go hard enough up front. A couple of comments here. Richard, you mentioned James said he's very happy with the horse. Have you ever been told something different <laughs> by a trainer on air? Thank you, Brett. Well, I think the majority of the time trainers will say they're happy with the horse because they probably wouldn't be running them otherwise but a lot of trainers will preface it by there's a few buts as well Uh, they're happy with the horse but there can be a lot of the times but this worries me and that worries me yeah the the gait like a speed uh, yeah probably looking for further all that sort of thing but as you say if they're heading to the track they're generally in good condition Uh, uh, Brad uh, with the approaching NRL season and all the guys on the behind-the-gates team having a team to support apart from Brad, he needs a team. Are you going to take the Dolphins, says Dan. <laughs> he's going to be a rabbit No, he's not. Yes, he is. <laughs> no, he's not. He's going to be a Dolphin. Are you going to be a Dolphin, Brad? Dolphin? What are they? Are they a new club coming or something? I've got no idea. You're going to live here, you know, at least have oh, some sort show of an interest. interest. Yeah. I'll happily uh, pass, fellas. I'll just... No, it's not for me. Simple oh, as that. The fun, the fun police has struck again. No, it's just it's just not a sport that I... They just throw the ball backwards. I, I don't really understand the, the fascination of it, but that's just me. Be a Raider, Davo, says someone here. Be a Seagull. Be brave. Come on, Seebs. Let's get this done. Uh, season 2023. Rightio, two-year-olds here start the day. The Lonro Plate, the Dali Lonro Plate. Thousand metres... Only an hour and three quarters away. Where does the morning go, Hurls? What can you tell us here for a field? Or what just a field of how many? Uh, six here in the first. Yeah, and the favourite is Sicilian at two dollars fifty. Opened at two forty this morning. Mexico's three fifty into three ten. Not surprised about the support for it. Torfik Star fifteen three forty to three eighty four. Madeira Sunrise Miss Belgium thirty one and nine to eight fifty four. Porta Rosa. That's a tough race. It is, and uh, just on the text line here, um, someone likes Sicilian but sort of wants $3 about Sicilian. Will they Will they get it? Uh, Darren, I might come to you. What happens with Sicilian here? Sicilian probably leads or uh, sits second, but I, I suspect Sicilian will lead them up. Actually, Sicilian and Madeira Sunrise have had a couple of match-ups together, and Sicilian has finished in front of... Madeira Sunrise on uh, on both occasions. Uh, I'm not convinced uh, that's the form uh, with these favourites. 
I think Mexico has been trialling the house down. I think he's going to run a huge race. But I am taking the chance with Porta Rosa. Now, first up over a 1,000, it might be the wrong trip. But it's only a small field now of six starters, and she's been deliberately taken back in those trials to give a start and close off. I like the way she found the line in her first trial at Warwick Farm, but I particularly like the way she subbed the line at Rose Hill last Friday behind Hell Dancer. It was the quickest heat of the morning, and she came from last and really powered home. I'm putting her in the multi. It's only a field of six. She's going out at nine or ten dollars. She won't miss the top four. And um, there's a lot to like about this filly. I think she's a little worth a little spec today at the at the ten dollars because I just had my, my I had my doubts about Madeira Sunrise and Sicilian. Okay, welcome to the desk, Brad Davidson. You stroll through here and plonk yourself down next to us. What's, what's happening, mate? Yeah, nice nice question to go to Darren first there as I was steaming <laughs> in the door, which is uh, very good. Uh, no, look, I I agree with Darren. I think this filly's a very good filly, Porterosa. I was. Just having that have a champagne stakes market up in the futures, maybe Munns can get onto that because I think this filly would be worth a spec if they'd give us a, a decent price. They probably won't any more, unfortunately. But um, she's out of a, uh, a mare that um, got a bit of a, a trip. The breeding suggests sort of 1,400, I thought she might be one that can, can really feature in that. The size is always tricky because the size is a race where generally the slipper form holds up. And then the champagne is the race where it all turns and they all go for a spell or, you know, struggling. And these horses that want a bit further really come into it. Um, so I, I think she's the, the one that hits the line here. I think probably a 1,000 might be a little bit short, but I agree with Darren. I think she'll run top four and, and be the one to follow out of the race. Um, Madeira Sunrise, I'll just lend her way, but... Uh, I know Darren loves these races and Darren hates highways. I'm the other way. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just not... There's too many queries for me in these types of races. Sometimes they trial well and don't bring it to race day. Sometimes they don't trial well and bring it to race day. There's a lot of things that can happen. And uh, I just went with Madeira Sunrise with the right jockey and the right sort of run over Sicilian. But, um, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of confidence. I think Porterosa is the one to watch. And I wish there was a champagne stakes market for her. Okay. Well, Glenn Munsey apparently is... Uh He's back from a little break. He's at the races today, and I'm sure he'll be oh, working really? on those markets. Yeah, he's, I think, he's real He's pe- only real been away for three weeks. I thought he was going for four or five. Yeah, well, he's got a, uh, it's not long service, I don't think, Darren, but he'd, he'd have a few days up his sleeve, wouldn't he? I he'd suppose. have double long service, <laughs> triple long service. Yeah, many uh, men that have been uh, with the company as long as one G Munsey. Porter Rossa looks a great bet to me, says Darren from Cowra. So good on you, Darren, on the same page as well. Let's keep pressing on here. Uh, there is a question around race number five. Uh, so, Hurls, I'm going to grab a market off you for a benchmark 78, 1,300 metres. I think we go live with our multi at around about a quarter to 11 as well. So, we'll reveal that shortly. But a market for race five, please, Hurls. Gee, it's been good support today for Anagan, for Joe Pride. 8.50 this morning. I think it was around 7.50 when I did the preview with you uh, between 8 and 9, Rich. It's now into $5. Pretty wild retains favouritism, 3.50 to 3.40. 5.50 to $6, Rupertar, but they jumped on early at $9. Super Bright is 6 to 6.50. Then we've got Sonora, uh, 7 to 8, back to $7. Anagan has been very well tried this morning. Ando from Wagga. Morning team, looking forward to a difficult card today. What are your thoughts on Anne again to be pretty wild in race five and ruined Michael Clark's weekend? Okay. <laughs> Ando from Wagga. Does a good enough job of ruining his own weekends, but look at things. Um, anyway, um, what do we say here, Brad? 
Uh, and I again. S- I, look, I, I'm just a bit filthy with myself that I didn't take the early price and now I've missed it. But I think she sets up well. She's on top for me here. I just had to go too far back the other day and, and that was uh, the difference. I would have liked to have seen a bit more too back, but I think she just loves her week. I know her... A track record doesn't suggest that. One placing from five here. But she ran second to Pulele here. I like the run behind Sunshine in Paris here at a pretty decent race. And I think she's a horse to beat. I think that price is probably a little skinny now. But uh, Rupertar's the one that if she runs up to her best and runs 1,200, they won't beat her. But she's a bit hit and miss. Um, pretty wild for me. I've got to take her on at that price. Uh, 1,300 <coughs> query. Just hasn't really done anything to justify that quote for me just yet. I know she beat Pizarro last prep, but it was on a wet track, and uh, the first up run it was okay, and then slow to recover last time out. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Don't know about her. I think she's a little bit skinny, but uh, 10 and again on top for me here from the three Rupertar. What do you say, Darren? I'm going with Aravine. Uh, the, Hawks, mm. uh, the Hawks boys have taken over the training of this mare. They sent her to Queensland uh, for the Oaks, and she didn't handle the... The trip there that day, but all her other form over a bit of a, over a bit of ground was quite solid. So it, it, you'd assume the distance is going to be too short today, but it's not a deep race. I mean, I was looking at Anne again very seriously. Then I thought, do I really want to be backing a a mare rated sixty six in a Saturday race, a benchmark seventy eight? I mean, she hasn't won a race uh, in a couple of years now. Uh, so I'm going to go with Aravine, and what brought me into her was watching her trial at Rose Hill last Friday. Mr. Showman won it on speed. She was just buried back in the field, given a real quiet time, but I like the way that she worked home, and with the booking of Tim Clark, I don't think she's going to be that far back today. So uh, I'm just taking a little chance on Aravine in a race that I don't really like. Glenn Munsey's on the text here for you, Darren. All right. Did, yes. Dar- did Darren say he had a dry week? Was the Doncaster closed? <laughs> I said we'd had a dry week. <laughs> yes, I was referring to uh, the climatic conditions. Mm. It's good that he listens, our man. He might be on the way to the races now, Glenn, or maybe not. <clears throat> maybe not quite there yet. But wasn't uh, it last Saturday he turned up at Victoria Park, thinking the races are on there in Adelaide? No. Yeah, I know. It's been quite the tour for our man as well. It's been quite the tour. So what does Davo like in the upcoming Super Bowl where they throw the ball forward? Cheers, Steve. Yeah, leave me out of that one too. Eagles, Eagles, Chiefs, is it? What's the fascination there? I mean, they take half an hour to actually do anything, don't they? Look, I love it when you look at the clock, there's two minutes. Oh. You think, right, we'll go upstairs, get some lunch, get a beer, and we'll look, come down and watch the end of it. Yeah, it's it's a bit like that, isn't it, the old Yeah, no. Nah. I don't mind. I mean, I, yeah, I got into it a bit last year, but I just sort of... You know what? You know what I find with those American sports. I get basketball; it's pretty happening, it's quick, and all that. But I, I think there's a fascination in Australia that you're cool if you follow American sport almost. So everyone just does. Do you but, reckon? Yeah, I don't know. I, People I just, have their interests, don't they? They do that. They do, and I think basketball's good to watch, and baseball probably leave me out of that too. But uh, look, everyone's got their own tastes. I don't like certain sports, but I respect that others do, and love you know love league. They love. Uh, they love gridiron, they love all that, it's great. I mean, I love other sports like cricket, which is slow as anything, and, and a lot of people would say is boring and, and whatever, but I find a fascination in it. And I love chess it. match cricket. Yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't the it? Everyone's best. different. Everyone's different. I think, I think sport Actually, Brad, is wonderful on Manny the day. Perez. Hey? Brad, Manny Perez has just texted through. He's, he's almost shake Manny Perez these days. He's got that many successful horses. He said, you can join him as a Dragons fan. He said he's got one last seat on the supporters team. There you go. There you go. But I think the, the great thing with any sport is those moments, isn't it? When, when uh, just those moments, you, just 
when it happens, it happens and it's on. And and you know, as as a supporter, you you just you feel the passion and feel everything involved, and that's what I love about any sport. Be character building for you if you supported the Dragons. I'll tell you right here and now. Eagles by plenty. Take the over. <laughs> says the factor. Eagles by plenty. If you're betting on the Super Bowl, there. Race sixth. Oh, I find this a fascinating race, Earls. This is the Drinkwise Mile. Of course, over the famous Ramwick Miles. So. Um, what are we doing here? I suppose is, I mean, uh, oh, actually, thank you for reminding me, Hurls. Before we dive in here, the behind the gates multi. We better uh, we better let people know what these horses are, what the kind of dividend they've let us, you know, give us for and that kind of stuff. I'll tell you what, these selections just indicate we're all we're all all uh, a little bit one. desperate. All right, race one, number seven, Porta Rosa. Only six horses in the race. Race six, number six, Banju. Race seven, number one, Remark. Race eight, number three, Aft Cabin. Now, $3.25 is actually a generous price. Maximum bet, $50. It'll open in 60 seconds time, and I'm about to make an announcement. If we don't yes. get it this week... I'm going to walk to work from St. Ives to French's Forest next week. I've looked at it. It's 15K, so I'll, I'll budget for probably an hour and a half. Don't make this all about yourself, Hills, no, please. No, I'm just... It's just... It's, I get so frustrated. How far is it St. Ives to here? Yeah, it's about 15K. There's hills as well. What time are you going to start? I'll have to get in here Two by in the morning? 10. Probably Three? 20 past 8. So there you go. What? 20 past do. 8? 15 k You're not getting a cab. Are you? Are you running, sprinting? Well, according to this, it's 19 days. minutes. It's 19 minutes to drive, yeah. so it's got to be at least an hour, and it's hilly. I'll give you. I'll say four hours minimum, hurls. Four hours. What do you reckon, Brad? Oh yeah, probably. I'd say three to four. Let's have a let's have a look. Well, yeah, yeah. Google should tell you. Anyway, anyway, we're going to get it today. So um, that's it. Race one, number seven, Portarosa. Race six, number six, Banju. Race seven, number one, Remark. And race eight, number three, Aft Cabin. Head to Sports Today's offers. And bang, it is open. Maximum bet, $50.325 the dividend. Darren, you're the filly in the first. Uh, we know that. She's one of your better bets of the day, uh, Portarosa. Uh, who are you with there, Brad? I'm with Banju. I wanted to go with um, Quick Tempo, but uh, that race had already gone. So I'll go with Banju, who... We'll get to that race in a moment, but um, yeah, it looks really well placed. I'm an aft. I'm, I'm with aft cabin, but in a in a race that I'm 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 with you, Brad. In so the run top three. Yeah, well, well, of course he is. Exactly, of yeah. course he is. Yeah. If he doesn't, it's one of the great shocks of race day today. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and and James will be upset, and we'll all be upset. But does he win? I think he might win. I think there's. Yeah. I think there's. You know, Osipenko could run over the top of them, couldn't he? Oh, exactly. Well, but he's going to run top. Yeah, he's going for the purposes he of this. He exactly. run top four and hurls. You're oh, you're a mark, aren't you? Yeah, I'm remark. Um, let us touch on that race because I do have a question for both Brad and uh, and Darren in relation to it. Let's go to race six for a start and get through. We have about another fifteen minutes. Still, a few time for your text there zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. But we'll go through these races. Uh, Hurls race number six, please. Yeah, and the favourite here at a dollar ninety Banju Fair Income. They have been absolutely hammering this since Wednesday afternoon. I said earlier this morning, the punters were just sitting there, just waiting, waiting, waiting for us to open it up. Bang, we went up $4. I think I'll be regretting that decision. It's $2 this morning. It's now into $1.90. It is the best-backed runner on the card. Solcom just continues. Naturally, it's going to drift, given the support for Banju. It was two twenty-five Wednesday, $3 this morning, now out to three forty. one-way traffic. 
Darren, uh, what do you think about this race? I mean, the, the yard, if this, if this Sulcombe comes in and looks the part, look out, but what are you mm. thinking here? I really don't know. I, I really don't. This is a very, very challenging race. I've decided to go with Sulcombe because I can't get out of my mind just how good he was at Flemington at his first Australian start. And he might just be a really good horse uh, who could just beat these first up at the wrong trip. So I've gone with Sulcombe. I think uh, a little roughy that'll run well is Knight of Power. I really liked his last run. Got to the line with a lot of gusto, taken all the way back to last from the outside gate. Don't think anything got to the line better than Knight of Power, and he's twice a winner here at the trip. So he's my roughy in the field. Banju is absolutely flying. He's drawn to get the absolute run of the race. Is he up to this class? We'll certainly find out today. I, I, it's a race I'm not keen to bet in, but I just think Sulkin might have a, a class edge. Mm. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's just, it's just, it was a beautiful race to bet into early. It was just like, why is Sulkin favourite? I mean, they went up favourite because of the J-Mac, because of the spruik on the horse. But uh, it's just, I mean, $1.90, the market's found it now. There's, there's nothing, there's no purr in that price, but... Um, the four dollars. I was sitting there, the three to three eighty, the three sixty, just waiting for all the bookmakers to open so I could send it out to subscribers. But it, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just beautifully placed here today, isn't he? He's he's up and going. He's in form. He's got fifty one kilos. Just please. The last time I backed one of these lightly raced uh, horses with no weight was Dehorn Unicorn, and they they rode him four four lengths off the speed, and he was a moral beaten. Just use his weight. His advantage today is his weight and his fitness. So. Go forward, ride him, roll out in front, get them all out of their comfort zone, and he'll be too good for these. Uh, Sulcum, he's the danger. There's no doubt. He's the only little niggle you've got. If he's really, really special, he might be able to give him nine kilos and beat him at 1,600 metres. Um, he's only having a, a light autumn, so he's the one I'm worried about. But, you know, you've got the up-and-going horse that's just weighted to perfection here. He's just going to use that and should be too good. Really keen, Banju. Sulkham the danger. I think no compromise. Got too much weight, and I think the rest can't win. So, uh, yep, I thought he was uh, the best on the program, but unfortunately that price is gone now. Are you blokes texting in to each other here? No. Well, I suppose Dave wouldn't be a tennis fan either because he's legless at it, the worst backhand I've ever seen. Haven't put the name to it there. Haven't put a name to it. Great sport. Is, is a backhand the a problem for you? Shocker. But it is for well, a lot of lefties. I wouldn't isn't say it? that. Is it a double hander? Or? Yeah, yeah, but it's just there's no there's no rhythm, there's no strength to it. I think it, most lefties, right? They're good on their forehand and their backhands are pretty average. That whippy forehand of yours yeah, gives but, me the you know what. Um, and I saw that one on a wet blanket. <laughs> yep, I, that's fine. I'll take that. Love your work, Richard. Hashtag ruining weekend. So they're taking the multi by the sounds of things. You pee hearts. <laughs> Walking briskly, walking briskly, it takes me seventy-five minutes to go seven and a half k's. Ian, there you go. That's a bit. That's a good guide. It takes seventy-five minutes to go. Seven. Pearl's going for the Australian Olympic walking record here, Darren. The world record for twenty kilometres is an hour and sixteen minutes. Expect, that's the world record. I expect three kilo dumbbells in both hands too. Just and the odd little. What do you say? Seventy-five minutes to go seven and a half. Yeah, you're in trouble. Well, I thought you lived up and around your minor. I oh, can't I even do, work out but the my, of himself Sir Dives. No, I'm at Booker Bay, but um, my better half lives at St Ives, and I'm always there Friday nights. So. Oh, yeah. right, okay. Someone's saying, I'm saying three hours. Yeah. Oh, look, it's not going to have to happen anyway. We're going to get no, it up. No, of course it's not. Oh. Of course, I don't know why we're even worrying about this. No, no exactly. Uh, to be fair. So uh, it's going very swiftly too, by the way. 
Okay, let's go to race seven. This is a race nav, isn't it? This is the Yarraman Park Handicap. Mm. Benchmark 94,000 metres. Uh, a race and a half. What's the market saying here, Hills? Yeah, okay, so we've got Remark 350, most popular runner. It's 380 to 350 today. 6 to 650, Andermatt. Dragonstone, 11 to $12. 21 to 23, Key Largo. Quick Tempo. It's the one they've come for. Um, significantly in terms of the firm up $11 on Wednesday afternoon 464.40 even allowing for that inundation um, scratching which was 24 by 16 easy single 5 by 6 uh, we've got Forzani 19 to 21 41 to 61 classy JB Cotier is a 390 chance and solid 11 to 10 back to 11 for Sebenac and re- Turns uh, as a different horse today. Twenty six dollars it went up. Yeah. There would be no form though, but no, as uh, good as a two year old. Mm. We'll get yeah. there in a second, guys. There would be nothing more fitting today than Forts and Ninny winning. Mm. Yeah, um, Ninny yeah. Viscotto's late, the late Ninny's birthday mm. today. So at twenty one bucks, if she looms up, gee whiz. Um, yeah, she'll yeah she'll a stack of people riding sure. uh, with mm. Forts and Ninny. Mm. Today, I'm sure Murray um, will be out there too today. Yeah, Muzz will be out there. Just he's paid tribute to uh, to Nini this morning, as well. Uh, great lady, uh, gone far too soon. Let's. Uh, uh, I've got a specific question here for Brad and Darren. Interested in your response? Could have taken a claim here on remark. Mm-hmm. Decided not to. So sixty-two kilos as opposed to what uh, Cotier got uh, fifty-two. So that's ten kilos. Spoke to Brad and Duff about it this morning. They suggested a difficult horse to ride. Uh, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, depends what sort of claimer you get, right? I mean, they've got two or three claimers in Sydney right now that are better than half the senior jockeys in Sydney. That's my opinion, and I think that's totally... And I saw, I actually saw uh, on social, an article, I think it was by Racenet, and they, they ranked the top 30, and like the likes of Zach Lloyd, Schiller... Well, Dylan Gibbons are all right up there and ahead of most of the senior jockeys in Sydney. So I'm obviously not the only one who thinks that. But um, look, but it's obviously a, a conscious decision by yeah, the stable. Yep, and yeah. and they obviously probably needs a strong rider. Timmy Clark's a strong mm-hmm. rider, so yeah, that's fine. Sixty two kilos. I mean, the stable aren't exactly flying at the moment, and he's a horse to me that trials like a group one horse and races like a group three horse. That's what he's done in the past. Will mm. he change that? I don't know. Um, but he was much better last preparation, but he's skinny enough here, I think, because he's not a 1,000-metre horse, right? You're looking for the 1,000-metre horses to win 1,000-metre races, and here he is, quick tempo, just 60.5, down to 54, jumped well the other day, had to go back and give him a start, absolutely rocketed the line. He can reel off splits this horse, and here he is, gate one, Jay Collett. If he jumps, he'll be just on their backs here. If Jay Collett finds the gaps, look out. I think he's too strong late here. Um, no surprise they backed him. Uh, they went up a silly price earlier in the week. And uh, same story with Cote. Like, you can poke holes on in him. He got all the favours last prep on wet tracks. Here he is on a dry track, 1,000 metres. It just doesn't feel the right race for him. And uh, and outside of that, Andermatt, you can have $6.50. You'll happily uh, be about $14 him. Uh, I just don't think he's a dry tracker and he's going to get too far back. So quick tempo, the one for me. Remark can win if he can just... Find that little bit, but uh, he, he probably doesn't have to too much um, in this sort of grade. But yeah, got quick tempo, pretty keen that he'll run very well. Good race, Darren. Yeah, I'm going with the leader, uh, the one I'm pretty certain will be leading here in Cote, uh, number 10. 
I know the form all is exposed there on wet tracks, but I love the way he dominated his trail at Ramwick, just blazing along in the lead. And I just think he's going to lead for a long way with 52 on his back. I love Remark's trial at Rose Hill behind the Sevenak as well, but I just consider this scenario, Cote in front, Remark doing the chasing and having to concede 10 kilos. Uh, that just worries me a bit. So I've got Cote on top, and I thought the, the big improver today would be Sevenak, who won that trial against Remark. Obviously, Remark's the one that caught the eye of the way he savaged the line, but Sevenak travelled very strongly in that trial and didn't go too bad. But he's been gelded now, so there is the the doors open that the, he may improve because of the, the fact that he's gelded, and I thought the trial indicated that he may well do that. So I've got 10 on top from 1 and 11. I want to knock over the races 9 and 10 hurls here in the next sort of 5 to 6 minutes. So let's uh, go to race number 9 if we can here. Tab handicap, benchmark 78 at the 1,800 metres. Our mate at the top of the market. Yeah, yeah, and it's been well tried too. And of course, we refer to our uh, our mate Kettle Hill. Uh, three twenty uh, went up this morning. Three seventy. It's your favourite. We've got uh, Star Sparks five dollars to four twenty. Wine Glass Base six fifty to five fifty. This support continues for Mon Felicity. He's always prick when there's support uh, for a David Payne runners, but I, I suppose it's justified. It's nine fifty to eight fifty. Uh, nothing sweet about me. A little bit of a trim up there. Fourteen dollars into eleven. dollars Everyone's tipping Mon Felicity. Mm. Been pretty well found. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, people want comments here, guys, on Kettle Hill, Wineglass Bay, and Mont Felicity. Darren, fire away at race nine. What are you thinking? I've just put the kettle on, actually. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> can hear it. Here we go. <laughs> Sounds like there's no water in there. You're, you're burning the you're element burn there. The element, you're burning the yeah. element. Tell you what, you've got a good hearing there. <laughs> um, yeah, Kettle Hill may have well found his uh, right race today, mm. but there's absolutely no way in the world I'm stepping into him at the, the current price. I thought the, the Melbourne horse is very interesting, Shandon Burge. Uh, we clear running probably would have won at Mooney Valley last time and won at Sandown over this trip prior to that, so I do respect Shandon Burge. But I'm going with Mon Felicity as well. I really wanted her to run yesterday. I thought she would have been a good thing in that 2,400-metre uh, race. But he's waited for this today. Uh, sort of stacks of dead ends in the Irish Legend race last time. You got the impression with clear running she would have um, been pretty close to the place getters there. She's third up now into this, and she's the right price for me. So Mon Felicity each way. Wineglass Bay might have a place chance. But, um, yeah, I think I'll just play this Mon Felicity each way. Right. Uh, yeah, look, I'm, I've got Kettle Hill on top. I think he finds his right sort of race today. He's had excuses. Obviously, slow recovery, two back and wide no cover the other day. And uh, now he gets up in trip and and James McDonald aboard, um, six aboard. I think he finds a, a suitable enough race. But, yeah, he's, he's been... Look, I think he's had excuses. I don't think the race was the right one for him last time back in trip. And, and the wide gate, they, they sort of rolled the dice and it didn't pan out there. So I think he's the one to beat. I think Wineglass Bay, quick back up, uh, definitely can can uh, run really well. Uh, this horse has been a little bit disappointing last weekend, but I think 1,800 metres suits. And um, I can't get the Mon Felicity that short. I, I can see that she's got a chance for sure. But, uh, yeah, I thought race 9 and 10 were very, very tough, to be honest. Okay, uh Jordan and Faz from Wingham. G'day, lads. Unlucky with the multi last week. A win's near. We hope so. Looking for the thoughts on Banju. We've given that. Um, just there was a, 
I might look at knock over race number 10, then come back to two horses that are specific that people had texted about. So, Hurls, if we can go to market for you uh, for race 10, then we might just bounce back and let the guys go shortly. But race 10, please, Hurls. It's taken me by surprise how much support there's been for Sacrimony today. 370 into 250. Granted, it did get to 230 at one stage. Lindemann, $7 to $5. Poker Jack, uh, Amy McLucas, 850 to 750. Lord Markle is at ten dollars a little bit of trim up for munitions 15 to 11 and also a stero 19 to 14 but yeah they've just been laddering up on ceremony all morning uh what do we have here uh, just going back to mon felicity uh g'day dot from wagga ran into a carpenter a carpenter who works for the tab he was at bunnings getting materials to build a statue of mon felicity whoa okay um <laughs> Tough enough. Let's see what she can do today. Uh, Jack from Naruma. Good on you, Jack. Great spot. Great golf course down there at Naruma as well. Used to go down there and yielding inspections for English as we do, look at horses for one day, then play four days of golf. Don't tell anyone. G'day, fellas. I'm interested in a couple at a bit of a price in the last race, American President and Poker Jack. Brad. Yeah, I mean, first of all, on uh, Mon Felicity there, gee, a bit harsh about the statue. Normally they're saved for horses that get beaten about five times at odds on or $2. I don't think she's ever started near yeah. that price in her life. Our carpenter is very, very busy working on the charlatan statue at the moment. <laughs> ah, all aboard tomorrow. Just please, if you're listening, go all ride. Do not, do not ride him quiet. You've got to put him in the race. The other day they just got too far back there and he was good again. He's flying that horse. He just... A needs a good ride, or um, B needs to be closer. But that's what's, uh, so, what's on tomorrow. Goldwyn, Goldwyn tomorrow, oh, and right. uh, I'll oh. be shocked if he gets beat tomorrow. Very keen. You going down there? Uh, back to this race. What's that? You going down there? No, I'm not going down to watch a horse race. No, I'll be, I'll be uh, not that. If it was my horse, maybe, but no. Okay. I'm not not going to go down there. I'll spend the spend the day. Sunday's day with the wife, so we'll be. I'm not sure what we'll be doing. Maybe painting. You should be watching races. <laughs> watching be races. Uh, anyway, the last race, uh, what were the questions here about uh, a couple of horses? Uh, Poker Jack and American Pharaoh. Yeah, look, American Pharaoh would absolutely bolt in if it was this race, but American President... Uh, that American horse. President, sorry. <laughs> American President... Uh, I'm not sure American Pharaoh would. He needs a, yeah, he needs a, dirt, needs a dirt track. That's true. <laughs> uh, 1,200 dry, some little concerns for me, um, but... He's got the right sort of gate for him because he's going to have horse on his outside and if he doesn't have that, he'll veer out to the middle of the track. So not hopeless. Uh, Poker Jack, I almost had him on top, but I just worry about four weeks between runs, country championships around the corner. Is it just the run he needs to get him peaking up? Um, that was my only little niggle with him, but if he runs up to the last start rating, he's the horse to beat. Sacrimony, I'm kind of left with him, but... Yeah, those odds leave me out there. He's had every possible chance, this preparation. He's very well exposed, um, but he's going to get the right sort of run and be there again. But if there's anything going well, they could easily beat him. Um, outside of that, uh, yeah, pretty tricky again, but 7, 12, 13 for me. Darren? This is a very disappointing end of the day. Um, I've just got the feeling that Sacramony's going to ruin a lot of people's uh, day. Uh, going out of 250 in the very last race. Has to get out. In Sydney. Oh, I, I can't be a party to this. It's it's had enough chances. Oh, where do you go? Because um, Sonic was interesting. I was kept looking at it. Brad's brought up a very relevant point about the country uh, championships. Maximum five wins. I thought, oh, is this, is this prime to win today? Or it just needs a run? Because the trial was quite good. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to probably have to let Gasonic go as a win bet. 
I've got to come back to uh, Lindemann, number 13. What price is it now? $5, Lindemann. Thought its trial was really good at Ramwick on the 23rd behind Moscow night. Closed off really well, drawn low. Uh, I know the distance is probably too short, 1,200 metres, but through process of elimination, I think there's more upside with Lindemann than most. Okay, good on you, Darren. Look, we, we have to go just just quickly. Um, Darren, a comment from you, please. In race seven, someone uh, likes, uh, I think it's Phil from Mudgee, doesn't mind Dragonstone each way. Did we talk about him a whole lot, Darren? Uh, no, I didn't have him on my short list. I'm just focusing on uh, Cote Remark primarily there and Sevignac as a possible improver. Okay, and, and also uh, in the drink-wise miles, someone um, has a little liking for Beaufort Park again. At hand, handy odds there for Saab Hassan, Darren. Oh, interesting horse, isn't it? Um, Saab Hassan uh, brought it up and won last time, ran it out of, the, out of the handicap. It was a benchmark 88, rated in the high 60s, so it was... Not very well weighted and still scooped them up. Um, I guess we, we've got to respect him here. They did put a bit of money on it that at longer odds. I think it halved uh, its quote in the betting that day. Rightio. What are your best today, Darren? Are we locking this filly well, in the first <coughs> race? I am taking a chance, uh, but Porta Rosa, <coughs> excuse me, at the $9, I'm excited to have a bet on her because if she's as good as I think she is, I think that's going to be a very good price. Uh, today I want to be really cautious about, uh, this is a very tricky program, so um, yeah, I'll just put a race and I think Miss Lenore can win race three. Okay, good on you Darren, we will let you go, good calling today, we'll be listening and uh, tuning into Sky Sports Radio and all across the platforms, good calling mate. Cheers, good punning guys. Thank you, very good, he'll let him make his coffee there, that water will still be hot in the kettle uh, near him, I would have thought, Nash in the last, and we might see those colours salute in the slipper, thank you for that. Uh, communist, I think we talked about communist there in the... Yeah, I think a little bit short for him, I would think. Uh, no, we didn't, but I think he's a little bit short for him. But he's tried well, but it's only a four-horse four, four horse trial, so I'm always a little bit wary of that. Uh, Bill Gola, Brett, uh, Richard is hell's doing the walk with the shirt off. <laughs> Either way, there'll be four buttons undone, I wouldn't have thought. Rob, um, we haven't had the multi up since the 17th of December. Yes, we've had a long holiday period this multi, it's been uh, on holidays, the multi itself. Thank you, Rob, for collating those and keeping us right up to date. Okay, Brad, race best si- and value. Yeah, race six, number six, Banjoo, the best. Race seven, number six, Quick Tempo, the value. According to Google, two hours and nine-minute walk hills with a 250-metre climb there just to keep you nice and uh, on your toes there. So Is that the Raysville Bridge? I don't up, know. Up, up, up the Raysville but, Bridge. Uh, I'm, I, gee, I tell you. If we didn't have such a bad run, I'd actually be <laughs> cheering this multi to get done to see him walk the two and not two hours and ten. But I obviously want well everyone done. to win, so let's get it home. Uh, J- Joe Pride is listening this morning, of course, uh, with Charlton tomorrow, and he just um, looking for an assistant trainer around the place. He'd love you to come out to Warwick Farm one morning and uh, clock a few, clock a few, and have a bit of a chat about this. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was. Uh, Yes, I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy, but no, look, I know they went back from the gate the other day, but they walked and he was good again late. Um, yeah, they've just got to use his speed there tomorrow. Is the tab putting up a market on the time for Hurls to do his work? I I just want this, I just want this multi to get I'm up. I'm going to have to worry for about For no it. other reason, they would not have to actually talk about this ever again. Exactly. <laughs> it won't be happening. It won't be happening. 
What's the dividend again? Three dollars twenty-five. Is it still open? It still is open, but we're getting pretty close to the limit. So get on if you are interested and want to collect. Uh, race one, number seven, Portarosa. Race six, number six, Banjo. Race seven, number one, Remark. And race eight, number three, Aft Cabin Sports. And today's offers: we can go. Uh, you're getting three twenty-five maximum bet, fifty dollars. Yeah, be quick because it's just about sold out. Pronunciation: Aft Cabin. Now, man tells us they're aft. Cabin, as in uh, you don't want to be too daft about things, so aft cabin is uh, is the pronunciation. Thank you, Brad. Thank Sky you, Sky One you. for the day. Yeah, looking forward to it. Bring it yeah. on. Yep. Oh, what's your best for Melbourne day. before you go? Uh, good no, thing down there? No, not really. Uh, I just I had a little speck at one in the last uh, turbo race, nine number five at the around 20 to 1. Hope that track dries out a bit. Doesn't sound like it though. Sounds like it's um, well. It sounds like it was about a five or a six. So yeah, another front coming through, Mark Hunter mm. sort of saying earlier. So oh, do oh. your form for at least a soft five by the end of things. Anything yeah. in Brisbane? No, I, I like trifling there last week. We got the cash there, thankfully. But that was uh, a nice win too, actually. Yes, but no, no. Um, Anything at Braidwood? No, but I have looked around. I always look around everywhere I can on a Saturday. There's always good opportunities out wide. Mark, H- Mark Hunter out. found one at Kyneton, race three, number five. It was nine dollars earlier. I'll tell you what it is race, now. Uh, race three number race three number five. It was nine dollars. Uh, uh, we had Paul oh, Ambrosoli wow. standing by, guys. So we better better race wind this up three, shortly. Number five. Get Luna. Luna. Yeah, nine dollars. Still nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. There's Mark Hunter's out wide this morning. Okay. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, guys. We'll chat during the week. Cheers. Good man. Anything else to add, Hurls? Yeah, races one to six today at Ramwick Sandown and Eagle Farm. You'll get a bonus bet back up to $50 if your horse runs second or third. It applies to your first fixed odds win bet using your tab account. The Jockey's Challenge, $1.10 J-Mac today, so he is very short. We do have a uh, special there today. With today's offers, uh, and you'll see J-Mac to ride three or more, $1.80, four or more, $4, and five or more at $12, and the multi has sold out.